Hello, good afternoon, good morning or good evening. Um, this is the Mental Manager and we're so happy to be back um, with a little bit of a delay. Uh, my name is Silke Ahrens and I'm joined by the wonderful uh, Andrew McAllister. And um, yeah, so today it's going to be um, a, a super quick episode. We just, you know, with all the craziness that's going on at the moment, we really just wanted to make sure that we still check in with everyone. Um, and continue to be somewhat consistent in releasing these podcasts. So we thought but better a quick one than nothing at all. Um, so, you know, it is obviously a really difficult time at the moment. And um, as many of the countries are moving into, you know, the sixth or seventh or eight weeks, weeks or week, week of lockdown, <laughs> um, it's getting increasingly difficult and that also is now um, hitting a lot of businesses uh, in a very, very real way. So I think at the moment, it's very fair to say that everyone, uh, regardless of your position in a company, is under a lot of stress. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty going around and um, you know, no one is really immune from that. And that, of course, also includes us. So there are a couple of things that we want to utilize the time today and, and go through with our dear listeners. Um, and, you know, that that's mainly a lot of, a lot of, well, two of the things that um, have been helping us through this time personally, but also um, what we've been trying to do uh, for our team or with our team. And with that, I've, I've done a lot of talking now, and I haven't even allowed you to, <laughs> to say your own name, Andrew. I'm sorry. Do you want to get okay. started on, on that journey? Well, that's, uh, that would be my pleasure. And uh, thank you for the warm introduction again, Silke. It's uh, great to be connecting with you on the mental manager again. Uh, this is uh, one of the real highlights of, of my week when we get to, uh, to connect and chat. So um, I think... I, I echo all of your sentiments. Um, you know, it's it's a time of uncertainty and time of change. Uh, some change for great, some change for good, some change which is very very difficult. And um, when I was thinking around what am I doing um, to keep myself balanced uh, and keep my team as balanced as possibly can sort of two things came to mind. One is transparency and one is routine. Um, and so, um, yeah, let's talk about transparency first is, you know, when you are given a position of manager, there's this automatic assumption that comes along with it that you suddenly become more eloquent, more um, um, efficient at communicating uh, both easy and very difficult things. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, there's no playbook on how to suddenly talk about difficult things um, when they arise in a workplace situation. And it's, it's something that you learn over time, I think, as a manager. And it's, mm. um, and it's also something that some people you know, naturally are good at and some people naturally find it very difficult. Um, and... You know, I found myself earlier in my career when I was holding management positions when I was much younger is also, uh, you know, you're holding court potentially with a large group of people, um, often sharing good news and, um, and working through good times is, 
is easy to do, but then suddenly if you have a difficult situation, um, you know, it's very easy to feel out of your depth and should I be the one sharing this sort of news with my team? You know, do they trust me? Do they believe in me? Um, what is it going to be their reaction? And so over the last few weeks, as, as we've had to have more and more of these sort of challenging conversations, as our situation has changed, um, is that I've just taken a principle of transparency with the team. And I have to say, it has been really, really well received um, by the team. So, and, and I will make a point to tell people that I am going to be transparent. It's not just a matter of being transparent, it's making a point that transparency is really important. And when I set up my teams, you know, in the best of times, um, the guiding principles of the team is always going to be around honesty, integrity and openness of communication. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think it's fair when you manage a team of people to not share as much information as you are allowed to share. Right? Um, the worst thing I think for, for the human spirit is to um, feel deceited or um, betrayed or tricked or lied to or worse than that, that, um, that they're just being shut out. So um, yeah, I've, uh, I've, um, had some very honest and open conversations, you know, one-to-one, -one, but also um, at a team level um, around the challenges that we're facing. Um, and uh, I'm not breaking any ground with what I'm telling people, but the fact that we're just having these conversations, um, I've had many team members sort of reach out afterwards and say, look, thank you. Maybe we do find ourselves in a really terrible situation right now, but it means a lot that you're sharing as much information as you're allowed to share um, with us because, you know, we have, um, you know, our um, roles and our jobs and our security and all of those sort of things are very, very important to us. And, and just by being able to have that open conversation, it helps. So, so that is working very, very well, um, particularly at the moment. And um, I think, the second point that you mentioned is sort of what are we doing personally right now? And uh, on a bit of a lighter note, um, my wife and I bought a very expensive coffee machine um, a week or so ago uh, because we've been locked inside for six or seven weeks with no good coffee. Um, um, <laughs> but what it has done is it has allowed me, and it's, it sounds a little silly, but the, by simply having a good coffee machine here um, and something that excites me, <laughs> It, it has allowed me to redefine my morning routine. Um, and, you know, everybody says kids need routine, but I think everybody needs routine, right? And mm -hmm. uh, I've, got, I've got small children. I've got a four-year-old boy and he gets up and he's full of beans and it usually takes me a while to warm up into the day. But the coffee machine has, is enough to sort of spark that extra little bit of motivation to get up, get out of bed, not just ask him to read a book for a little bit longer and play in the corner, but um, get up, make a coffee, sit down and have breakfast with Zach every day as a way to start the day. No phones, no work emails. I force myself not to look at the phone before I have done that um, so that the, the, the start of the day isn't clouded by the million and one messages that might've come in overnight about what's mm -hmm. going on and, uh, all of the requirements and just to sit there and talk to a four-year-old and look at the world yeah. through a four-year-old's perspective 
um, uh, and just dedicate an hour of my morning to that uh, has been um, really grounding for me. So um, that's my two, Silke. I'm keen to hear what you've been doing. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I always find it really interesting that, you know, I've, I've obviously I've, I've traveled a lot in, in my role and uh, through my former roles, but I'm really fascinated still by the fact that Australians are probably the most coffee uh, focused people that I have met, not Italians or anyone, but, you know, there's amazing coffee in Australia and everyone really seems to know their coffee. We, we are sticklers for, for the finer things, Silke. If you're going to do something, do it properly, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So in terms of, so I, I really love your, the transparency approach, and that's also something that I'm trying to implement um, with my team as, you know, as, always as much as I am able to and as much as I can share, um, you know, both the good and the bad. Um, but then something that I've now um, tried last week, actually, for the first time that I, you know, it was just the spur of a moment thing. Um, you know, I've, we've had a, a call where, um, you know, there, there was a lot of pressure and I uh, thought, okay, you know, rather than now diving into objectives and what are we going to be doing work-wise this week, I thought, no, let's, let's try something different to kind of um, raise the... the the, the complete vibration of the whole team and uh, lift spirits a little bit. And so I've asked everyone to share a few things that they're grateful for in this moment, because some of them, you know, they've been locked down for a really long time and they can't go outside. They don't have a garden. I've got uh, team members in you know, all those different countries that are really hard hit. And um, so I find it really important to still find gratitude and, and remember um, that it's that doesn't matter how bad the situation is there's always something that we can feel grateful for and um, and that was really beautiful so the stories that everyone was sharing not only did it lift their spirits but it lifted everyone else's spirits and also i felt it brought the group um, a lot closer together again and just fostered that human connection so i'm going to be continuing to do that um, in my team calls we're all just a bunch yeah. of humans when it comes down to it, right? We're all just a bunch of humans, exactly. <laughs> and um, and so on a on a rather light note, what I've been doing personally uh, to to stay sane. Um, so uh, we've just chatted about this before before the recording. So I'll I'll explain what it is. Um, so I'm I'm based in Germany, and in Germany there's this I don't know if you can even call it a sport. I'm going to call it a sport. It just sounds more impressive that way so there's a there is this uh, this activity maybe that's a better way to describe it that is called nordic walking i'm pretty sure it does not originate from the nordics but it's intensely popular um particularly in the age group of the over 65 so basically of anyone who's already retired and um what it, what it is it's basically you're going for a walk but you've got um sticks in your hand that look very much like skiing sticks um i've never been skiing in my life uh so i i wouldn't know if it's the same thing but to me it looks like it and essentially you're going for a very fast walk supported by these skiing sticks and um it's it's a really ridiculous picture i have to say but it, 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 it sounds also... it sounds like 
a gateway to the Zimmer frame, if if I'm honest, <laughs> <laughs> if it's very popular in that over sixty five uh, bracket, uh, that's that's the image I have in my mind anyway. But I like it. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I I recommend for anyone who wants to have a good laugh um, to look it up on Google Nordic walking. So that's what I've been engaging with because uh, I've I've been staying with uh, with my parents now also over three weeks, um, which you know as, as lovely as it is and as much as they are. Uh, you know, helping uh, with my daughter because, um, so, you know, f fun fact, I basically when not a fun fact, it was not so fun. But anyway, so um, when this whole thing started, and this was before the quarantine situation, I was actually over in Australia um, for the shortest Australian business trip ever. Um, and um, so at that time, my parents already took care of my daughter. So by the time I got back and then after I got out of quarantine. I also uh, moved down here to be with her. Um, but, you know, it, it's an interesting experiment also to live full time with your parents again um, after having moved out for a really long time, for, for quite a few years. Um, so I, I really do need something to keep me sane in the nicest possible way throughout all of this. And Nordic walking is what's doing it for me at the moment. So, yeah. Um, just just, just, just cl close your eyes and throw the dart at the board of <laughs> things to preoccupy yourself with and Nordic walking come up. You, know, you should buy know, a lotto I ticket. <laughs> I, I, oh, should yeah. I should <laughs> but, I like it. Yeah. Maybe all of our listeners can post you know, little little responses about um, their, uh, their Nordic walking um, expertise so that you can pick up some hot tips, Silke. I, I'd love that. That would be fantastic. Um, and with that, you know, we're, we're almost out of time, but I, I just want to, um, I just want to close our little, very short show today um, with uh, with a remark because we're now on Instagram, the mental manager, mm. all with underscores, the underscore mental underscore manager. We're we're on Instagram. Nothing very exciting is happening just yet. But it will be because we will be releasing um, a resilience challenge every Monday. We're going to be doing something on Instagram to do with resilience. And in our next podcast, we're also going to be talking about what the hell is resilience and how do we get it? So this is all going to be tied together. You can be part of the mental manager um, resilience experiment. And, uh, you know, of course, also please do contact us if you've got any uh, excellent tips on how to build more resilience. We'd love to hear that. And with that, you know, it's... I love this. Great, um, great idea. And um, I just, I think we are ready in our mental manager journey to be more connected with our listeners. So <laughs> wherever so. you are, please, please have a look at our Instagram account. And it would mean the world to us if you uh, participated in our little resilience exercise. Silka and I will do it. Why not Why not join us on the journey? Exactly. Why not join us? It would be fantastic. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, with that, I've got a QBR to jump to and you probably have a, have a bet to jump into <laughs> with the time difference. Yeah, it's been great, well, Silka. It has been. And, you know, we'll, we'll speak shortly. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, next time we'll we'll have a more detailed and and a longer episode again. Alrighty, have a good one. See you, Soka. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye.